1: Hey everyone, it's Caroline from G-Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit slash episodes See you there. Everyone, welcome to another week of G. Thanks, just bought it—the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. Today, I'm joined by Caleb Heron. You might have seen him on Twitter. Um, he does a lot of POV videos. The one that uh, got me hooked was Caleb. Correct me if I get the if I mess up the title of it, but it's like you're my coworker or like you're my friend, and you did something wrong, but you think you did something <laughs> right. <laughs> and
0: yeah. <laughs> Something I think it was like uh, maybe like affirming a friend who you know is in the wrong or something.
1: Yeah, that really had me on my knees. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's hot. He's a comedian. Caleb, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you, and thank you for saying I'm hot. I didn't ask you to. You but did. You knew, you, you knew to say it.
1: You didn't. You did not. You did not <laughs> threaten me with a lawsuit um, if I didn't mention that. Uh,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> Um. Yeah. That that one was so. That was one of those things that I like sent around to everybody. Though everyone had already seen it, but I was like, it's funny because it's true. You guys, it's funny because it's true. It's funny cause it's <laughs> they're true. like,
0: yeah, we got it, babe. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: like, we saw it. Amazing. Um. Yeah. That was that was funny because it was true. That was so funny.
0: I. I mean. I love. I love to be fake. I love when people are fake to me. It's a really great way to move <laughs> through the world. So I was happy to to give to give homage to that.
1: It was beautiful. And also just like, um, I think the thing that sent it home for me was just the length of time that it went on um, sure. was, was hugely, I think, appropriate. It's just like four minutes of being like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then right, trying right. to... No, you're right. <laughs> but also, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's really brilliant. I'm not going to do it justice if I just sit here and repeat it. Um but yeah, you you are funny. How'd you? Thank you. Let's start from the beginning, I guess. Where? How did you get to be so funny?
0: Oh my god, I use performance enhancement drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I am on steroids, and it helps. <laughs> uh, I channel that rage into joke writing. Um, I don't know. I mean, I always kind of joke that the best like comedy and acting school is growing up gay in a red state, and I think that. That's true for me at least. I just think when you um when you need to be in the closet, you uh, spend a lot of time interrogating your perspective and like trying on different like who will I be this week instead of myself. And I think that it's helpful and I think it helps you figure out like what other people are um thinking and saying and how you need to behave and it's a very good um crash course in understanding like human behavior and response um to things so i think it probably started with being gay and it's going to end with being gay if i have anything to say about
1: it wow (laughs) that that makes sense to me i'm i'm wondering if what red state did you grow up in
0: missouri shout out shout out to the show me state come Uh, on that's real red yeah they do it they yeah they do it very authentically over there (laughs) they like to keep it nice and conservative
1: (laughs) they are not fake in missouri they are really that red they're being
0: themselves. That, and and that is something you can't take from them.
1: It's beautiful. And I that, tried. That, that... <laughs> that is beautiful. Um, and when did you come out?
0: I came out to a couple of my close friends when I was in high school. Um, and they were great and I knew they would be great. And I came out to my close like my family, um, my mom, my my cool aunt. Um etc when i was like oh um 19 like my basically it was right after my freshman year of college and then i just uh, after everyone i felt like needed to know from me i just posted a facebook status and was like everybody i am bisexual <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then I just never posted the update that I think I'm actually just gay. So people probably still think I'm bi.
1: We are shedding that skin, and we are fully gay now. Was it was it at the time of Facebook statuses where it would be like Caleb is, and then you'd have to fill it out? Like, so was it just like Caleb is bi?
0: Uh, no. I mean, this was like uh, four years ago. Oh, perfect. Oh, wow.
1: We're like recent.
0: Yeah, so I, uh, well, I guess what was, I guess it would have been, like, closer to five years ago, but, um, no, it was, like, uh, I had, honestly, this sucks so bad, but I went to, like, a, a youth leadership retreat, and I got really inspired by it, <laughs> and part of it was, like, living authentically, and I was, like, fuck, I have to do that, <laughs> which is so corny and embarrassing but that's what that's what pushed me over the edge
1: that's nice that's nice yeah
0: i guess it is i
1: mean (laughs) i like that i like that it had that effect on you and not like well i guess i go marry a woman now and
0: yeah no i mean the i what it really was was one of the like the head like leader of the uh camp was um A black woman who is a lesbian, I believe she identifies as a woman and a lesbian, but she was so cool and she like was very out with us. And I was like, damn, that's a level of, there's just a level of being yourself that you can only be when you're fully out. And I was just like, that's, you're never going to get there if you don't like just say this. So I was very inspired by uh, Tanya is her name. Um, And I just was like, it's time. And then I made a huge Facebook status about being bisexual, <laughs> which is real, but not for me. And, you know, and then we did it. <laughs>
1: I, lo- I love that. I love that you were like, I am so inspired to be real. I'm just going to lie real quick on this <laughs> big well, Facebook status. And
0: the thing, the even sadder thing is I didn't think I was lying. I literally thought I was like, I think I might, because I had so much like, I think I was just confusing like the reverence that I have for women. Mm. <laughs> being like, like, I was like, well, if you respect women this much, there must be something <laughs> going on. You must be wanting like, to have
1: sex with them. <laughs> that, yeah, it's that's like, yeah, honey. really funny. That's
0: further, that's further proof that you're just gay. <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> right, right. One respect equals one gay, because we know that's not what we get from straight men, usually. Um, right. That It's pretty amazing. Uh, and then do you remember being a kid and, like, the first kind of time that you were like, oh, I'm funny? Like, like, when you got laughter from, like, a joke kind of going through your childhood, were you like, oh, this is something. Like, I can do this.
0: Yeah. I mean, there were – I feel like I there were enough times. Like, there there were plenty of times growing up that I felt like, I'm kind of funny. Like, I've got something going on. But there was definitely one – we had this babysitter who um, she – one of – a meal she cooked for us was, like, spaghetti – cooked spaghetti noodles tossed in, like, Thousand Island Dressing – and it was horrendous it was so disgusting that i refused to eat it and i like got in trouble and then i like told my mom and my a cousin of mine this the story and i was like she served us slop i felt like i was in prison like i telling the story my mom and my cousin were laughing so hard they were crying and then like for the next couple weeks every time we saw someone they'd be like tell the story and i was like oh this is a lot of fun i love uh getting attention <laughs> i love that people will want to hear me talk and so uh, then for a long time, I thought I would be a lawyer. So it didn't really connect fully. That's the same. Um, and then, you know, in college, I was so tired of wanting to be a lawyer that I was like, oh, I got to do something else. This is horrible.
1: Usually it does come down to comedian or lawyer, at least, you know, for me, well, and some people, I, for me too. For
0: yeah, sure. some people don't even choose. There's so many lawyers that take improv classes in Chicago and so many like, yeah, it's, it's are they so funny? many comedians. You know what? I don't think that it's my place. <laughs> I don't think some of them yes but then you know it's how you know it's it's interesting <laughs>
1: And a resounding uh, yes on that. Lawyers can be you, funny.
0: You yeah. You, you asked me, are the lawyers in Chicago that take improv classes funny? And I say, you know, I don't. <laughs> I think it'd be more productive to talk about healthcare. Where <laughs> are where are we on healthcare? People
1: are dying. Kim um, is what you would say to that. That is okay. Let's pivot. Let's pivot. Um, uh, well, I think your POV videos are so funny. I think the POV like genre uh, that has kind of like emerged in the last year there's like Ava Victor you do them like everyone does them some are better than others I think yours are quite up there um I think that they're I think they are the highest form of humor for me like I will never not watch a POV video um do you ever spend any time like thinking about what you're gonna do or does it just come to you and you just pull out your phone and you do it
0: it depends. There there are times when, like, for the, uh, I did a Dating My Coworker, like, thread series of storytelling. Yes. And that took some logistical, like, I had to do a little bit of, like, I know where I want to start. I know where I want to end. I know, like, you know, it, that, that itself isn't a good enough concept. There has to be jokes uh, that fill it up that are also their own concept. And so it was, like... That was a little bit more work, and um, there are sometimes videos, like, uh, I did one about a white celebrity addressing everything going on in the world. Yes. And that was a thing that I wanted to be a little more, like, intentional about, because I wanted to get the tone right. Um, But then there's a lot, there's times, too, when I just get on, like, that that first one that got really big, that one we were talking about earlier, the talking to a friend who's wrong, like, I I did one take of that on the side of a street in Chicago on my lunch break at work and just posted it thinking that it would get, like, I was like, my friends will like this. It'll get 10 retweets. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there's sometimes definitely that I just pull out a phone and start going. And um, it's fun both ways. But I think I try not to take Twitter videos too seriously because it's like no one's paying me for it. You know, what I mean? so it's like it, we can kind of chill a little bit.
1: Ain't that the truth? Um. Uh, yeah, that's my biggest. My therapist is always like, you should spend less time on Twitter. I'm like, I don't understand. She's like, you're... Uh... Your mental health is, is low, and and it seems to come a lot from, like, doom scrolling and, like, reading all this shit and, like, being on this really toxic website. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about, Molly. I don't no. think it is. No. No, Molly, can't be that. Couldn't be that. It has to be something else.
0: Oh, I for sure try to, like – I mean, I, I tell myself so many lies where I'm like, I'll read – you know, it, it's to the point now where if I post anything that's even vaguely political or something that has my face in it, either one or, God forbid, both, the replies are so – awful. Like the shit that people say to you is so terrible that I'm like but I tell these little lies to myself where I'm like reading that stuff doesn't actually get to me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like yes it does, bitch. You're a human being and that stuff is rancid. Like yeah. it's horrible.
1: Yeah. it's it's hard. It is very the Twitter's horrible. It's like it's a lot of basement trolls, it's a lot of like sexual harassment. Um the thing that I have employed for myself in the last like 4 or 5 years is like cuz I started out as a a journalist and so um there was a ne- like if i ever printed a story Uh, or wrote a story rather that like didn't a lot of stuff was about tech or like internet culture and there would always be like someone coming for me um in the comments and I and I usually and I still do it to the day because it's so funny you just say I just say to them like oh my god I'm so sorry like I can't read your tweet it's blank and then they like say it again they're like no like you're you're a dumb slut like cunt bitch and I'm like oh my gosh like I was I don't know what's going on like you're sending blank tweets and then I and then they'll be like they'll take a screenshot of their tweet and then they'll send it to me. I'm like, I still can't see anything. I'm just, I think you're being censored. I think you're being censored on this platform. And there the are deep few, state, the deep, the state, deep state is, is censoring being you censored. And, um, And I always go back and check like a few hours later and like more than one time this person is tweeting at Jack Dorsey being like, why are you selling? This is the freedom of speech. No one can see my tweets. I'm like, great. okay, (laughs) got you off my back. You're now occupied. Yeah, you're (laughs) occupied elsewhere. Um, Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, like the Internet in general is a a horrible place. Um, But is it is it worse to to. I guess the answer you've already kind of answered this. I was going to say, is it worse to bomb like IRL or like send out a tweet that like, everyone's like, hmm. like no one like gets or like, isn't funny or like no one responds to, or are you like too big time now to not have any sort of reaction?
0: No, I mean, <laughs> too big time. Not Definitely not that. I think that everything on the internet feels less stakes for me because it's not where I spend my real energy. Like, uh i like internet stuff i i'm in, invested in internet culture it obviously has been very good to me like having internet success or like people enjoying my comedy on there has been like important to to me and getting things that i i want and like but i put way more importance in my own like self-worth and work uh i, I spend more time on live comedy characters stand up mm. so um anytime something that i love doesn't hit in in Real life on a stage that actually hurts, and anything, something, anytime something doesn't hit online, it's kind of just like I'll delete, it. I don't, I'll delete anything, I don't care. Deleting stuff is easy for me. I have no qualms about it.
1: <laughs> My therapist is probably like, Caroline, are you listening to this? This is a healthy person's relationship with online.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love deleting stuff, and I love, I, I mean, sometimes it, like, I people. Some people really hate it. They're like, oh, to delete a tweet is so embarrassing. And I'm like, no, it's not because no one remembers. Yeah, no like, one you cares. just get rid of it and it's out of there. No one cares that much. It's wonderful.
1: Yeah, delete it. And also, like, why would you want, I don't know, like, a diary of, like, your every dumb thought or, like, dumb commentary on the world? Like, just a, a, like a public a public forum where you've just sent out a tweet. In the, I don't know. I don't want that, like harvested later for not like I've said anything bad but I probably had like bad opinions about like television shows that I don't want to like have to stand by you know 10 years later
0: oh for sure and I go back and like you know I've I've gotten to the point now where I'll work with someone who like I'll work with someone who like show ran or created a TV show that when I was in high school, I was tweeting like this show fucking sucks. I hated whoever. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll go back and delete that shit where I'm (laughs) like,
1: that's the smart thing to do.
0: I'm not going to get caught. like If I (laughs) I ever meet the person who show
1: ran this show, I swear to God. (laughs) I'll kill
0: them dead. Yeah. And it's got to be deleted. Like it's got to go.
1: So you recently moved to Los Angeles. You are pursuing a TV writing stint right now.
0: I'm currently writing for a TV show and, uh, you know, doing all the other things that you have to do, sending sending self-tapes, love that. Uh, doing doing general meetings on Zoom, which is so weird. That's fun. Um, yeah, the fun stuff.
1: Yeah, doing some scripts, doing some treatments, you know. Tre- treatment scripts, you know, yeah. photo
0: shoots, Photos- dodging the paparazzi at Walgreens. I
1: love that. Yeah, I did hear that the paparazzi hide in the bushes behind the Walgreens near near where you live and they catch you yeah
0: yeah uh every Walgreens in North Hollywood (laughs) is a dangerous place for me specifically
1: (laughs) (laughs) well um anything that uh you have been what have you been watching lately are you watching Selling Sunset to get yourself uh acclimated to your new your new city because I know I've learned a lot
0: no, I don't watch a lot of TV, and it's something people hate about me. But wow, that's I,
1: fucked up.
0: <laughs> it's I know people hate it. I'm such a movies person, and it's like every every oh. I haven't seen any of the big ones. Like uh, it's not something I'm proud of. It's just the truth. Like mm. uh, I'm trying to think. If you name a big TV show, Walking Dead, haven't seen it. Oh, the yeah. one where the guy sells drugs because he's a teacher. That's Breaking has... Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, you know, the one with the dragons and the old-timey war stuff?
1: Haven't seen that either. Game of Thrones. Mhm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's I can't I just But I will say I recently watched um in like a day and a half I watched all of Righteous Gemstones during quarantine. Okay. Oh my god, it is so fucking good. Everyone in it's a star. It's incredibly written. It's so good.
1: Okay, so you like good TV cuz like yeah, yeah, I'm kind of a good TV just like person. like a little prestige <laughs> television. <laughs> um, Sorry. N- I'm I mean like my big my big my big like hitters are like Bravo shows. Like that's it. And also like s- Forensic Files, which I talk about here all the time. I love Forensic Files. Um, can't sleep unless I'm l- watching a detective like solve a murder from 1976. It just soothes me. Oh.
0: I love a crime show. I did. I did actually just. Uh, I've blown through the first two seasons of Dead to Me pretty quickly. That that show's really good.
1: Really, really good. Yeah. So, see, you watch TV. You just don't watch like, you just don't watch like TV that like people are hired to write recaps about.
0: I uh, yeah, I guess so.
1: Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Westworld. I don't even know what that's about. Game of Thrones. No. Um. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, like, I just watched Vanderpump Rules and Selling Sunset. I do recommend Selling Sunset. If you want to learn a little bit more about your new habitat, it's really eye-opening. Um, if you're in the market for a forty-five million-dollar house, also they seem to and have. I am. I, I, yeah, I, I. To be clear, I figured I you were. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be right back. Okay, we are back, uh, Caleb. Um, so I, so I've been following you on Twitter for a while. You followed me back for I don't know why. And then I immediately accosted you like I was actually very embarrassed by that action. I was like, hi, do you want to come on my podcast? Because I hate like who like those kinds of people are annoying to me. And now I have become one. Um, so I really appreciate that you're here because because it's not like you Like I just want to like for the record, you did not contact me asking to come on the show. I asked (laughs) if you would come on the
0: show. And it's and when I tell that story, I say I begged. I said please put me on the pod. I DM'd you fifteen times a day until you followed me back.
1: I honestly have the cops on standby because of how aggressive you were. Um, And you should. I believe in defunding the cops, except for the cop that I'm going to send after your ass for this behavior. Um, So I told you to bring something that you love and that you want to talk about and that you're excited about. And you emailed me back and said, can I talk about my Costco membership? And I said, oh my God. Yeah, obviously. So let's hear it. You love your Costco membership. Talk about it. I'm
0: I'm addicted to Costco, the store and the brand. (laughs) I love them. I don't even legitimately no i should have looked up my receipt but i don't even legitimately know how much i paid i got like the gold level membership like i went for the big one um so that my roommate could have because when you do that you get like a another pass for someone else like they get their own they get their own card it's like disney it's like disney so i gave i wanted my roommate to have one um i love it costco has everything you could ever want the only drawback is that everything is sold Um, in bundles of 17,000. So (laughs) you have to be really careful. If you want a rotisserie chicken, you have to get a farm of them. (laughs) You have to adopt several. You can buy single rotisserie chickens, but you can't even buy like a package of, like my, I took a friend one time and he got a, um, my friend Chance got a, a package of muffins and we got to the checkout and she was like, sorry, you have to get two or three of these at a time. Like we can't, I was like, just charge half babe like yeah. what's going on
1: ma'am that's 27 muffins i am but one <laughs> yeah. human and who's going to eat them <laughs> right. all cuz
0: i can't i can't get through 27 muffins in a week
1: 21 maybe 27 that's crazy. It's too much.
0: The extra six is too much.
1: Costco is uh is great for bulk shopping though, and it's I I didn't I kind of went full throttle when I moved to LA as well because now you kind of have space and you I assume you have a car, like yeah. changes the game when you can load up the trunk with seventy two paper towel rolls. Mm-hmm. You just feel this kind of power. Yeah, I can't ex- coursing it's coursing, just through, coursing your through your veins. In New York, you don't have room for that, and you can't carry seventy two rolls home on your own. So you're sort of stuck buying like the one every like week or so Costco really changes it. But yeah, like, and also you kind of go in thinking it's cheap, but then you're like, Oh, I spent $900.
0: Do you look, do yourself a favor. If you, even if you live in a place like New York, if you live in a place like New York once a month, once every two months, rent a car, go to New Jersey, do whatever you have to do to make this (laughs) happen. But get a Costco membership, anybody in the world who lives near Costco. And if you don't live near Costco, it's time to move. Mm -hmm. Get a Costco membership I don't work for them by the way, yet. And go get like get if uh, peanut butter, uh soap, uh toilet paper, uh dried goods, like nuts, dried fruit, uh soup, that all that kind of stuff. Love it. Go get a ton of it and then you know, you, you supplement that by doing, like, a weekly or a biweekly trip to, like, a regular grocery store, like a Jewelosco or a Ralph's or a Westside Market or whatever. hmm And you just get your little – you get your little salad. You get your little Get your, like, dairy produce, products. right. Yeah, your, yeah. like,
1: perishables. Yeah, you're right. Because, like, you can get, like, a 10-pound bag of flour at Costco and be good for a long time. Yeah cheaper get your mouthwash your ketchup all that stuff right, your mouthwash and your ketchup you really do this is like pov i work at costco and i'm selling i'm upselling you on the membership card
0: yeah P- pov <laughs> i'm about to be a an svp at costco
1: <laughs> what is the best thing that you've ever bought at costco forget all the like you know the basics um that it's so good for but you know how like they sometimes have these like random things you're like why is this at costco but i'm gonna buy them what have you purchased
0: a rack of ribs.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: <laughs> they have, for like $16 or $17, a hot rack of <laughs> ribs in the rotisserie chicken section that is so good. They're just yummy. It's a good price for a full rack of ribs. You go, you get all your groceries, and then you pick up a rack of ribs, and you're like, this is what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. Wow. It's incredible. Also, the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> little, that little area where they have... There's a little area in the back of my Costco that has rotisserie chicken, rack of ribs... And then in the little cooler next to it, they have like shrimp cocktail, some little pre-made tacos, mm. salad situation. It's just, it's incredible.
1: Do you go to the one in Silver Lake or at, at wood Where I don't know, Atwater Village? Is that the same one? Mm, Do you guys have one no, in North Hollywood?
0: I, I'm between two Costcos. There's one in North Hollywood proper, I think, that is like a business center. Don't go there because they uh, have less food and more like reams of paper and shit. It's Not disappointing. Rude. Not what I need. And then, so what I actually go to is the one in Burbank.
1: Burbank's a good one.
0: It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's great. The, my, my only complaint is that it's too busy all the time. Too, too busy. busy.
1: Yeah. What have you discovered? So, so fun, funnily enough, the first time I went to Costco in LA was when everyone was starting to panic shop for pand- mm-hmm. the pandemic. This was like the end of February. People were like it was like Black Friday people were like gunning it you know because Costco carts are also like six feet wide like they're massive and people were running with their six foot wide carts towards the water and the toilet paper and I was like and then one woman zooms past me and her entire cart is croissants like filled to the top with croissants and I was like I want to go home with you but people were going nuts and it was so so busy but to me it didn't feel that busy because in Brooklyn there is one Costco and it is always that busy so I was just like oh this is really normal but like have you I haven't I haven't been back to Costco since before this uh pandemic because every time I pull and I've I've gone and I've been like okay today's the day and you like get yourself all hyped up but then I pull in the parking lot and it's packed
0: and people are like "You turn around and go home
1: yeah I turned around and went home twice have you done that too or have you braved it yet
0: oh I've braved it and I've done that there are times if I basically my rule is there's two There's two areas right inside the parking lot where, like, there's a loop to the right that's, like, the little small parking lot next Mm -hmm. to the doors. Uh If I find a spot there, I'm going in. If I find a spot in the other side, there's, like, another side that's also a little small area that's, like, those are the two areas where I've decided if it's full, the store is nuts. And if there's more than one spot or at least one spot, it's probably not as nuts. And that's just my little rule. And anytime I've gone and both those have been full, I've left. Because I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm not fighting with an old woman whose cart is in my way. I can't.
1: Yeah, and it you it does require like a level. It has to be like your um like a Costco trip feels like it has to be like your your one activity of the day because oh, it yeah. it like it just sucks you dry of energy. Like I get tired by the time I leave. But also, you can also walk out with like a Dyson like air purifier and then you can walk out with like 6000 pens. Like they have it all. Um but yeah, you can't it can't be one of those situations where you're like, "Oh, I'll just like pop in and like see What's the haps at Costco? Like, you have to be ready to go.
0: Yeah, it's not a pop in and out situation. Mm. And what would really change the game for me, honestly, Mm -hmm. is if they had, like, two or three self-checkout lines. And I don't want them to do that because they pay their employees really well and they're good to their employees. So I'm, like, thankful they don't. But sometimes I do just want to – I would just run in and grab, like, two things if I could check myself out. But those lines.
1: Yeah, and it does – yeah, that actually would be a really great – a really great idea.
0: But – if, and I know the the people who run Costco are going to listen to this because they're <laughs> going to hear about how hard I went for them. If you're listening, don't do it, even though I want it, because it's just more important that you have the cashiers who are so nice and good at their job.
1: Yeah. Everyone at Costco is so nice and everyone well, knows where everything is.
0: It's because they're being treated well. Like I, the, another thing I, I don't feel guilty about like shopping at Costco, uh, for the most part, because I'm like, I know they treat their employees well. They're all like part owners. They don't have to wear some ridiculous like costume to work. They're just like chilling. Yeah. I yeah. Love. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they were. Yeah, they have. And the, I think they were. I'll correct myself if I'm wrong, but I feel like there were they were kind of early on the PPE train, too. Like they got things set up and and quickly. Um, also, you can get glasses at Costco. You're a glasses wearer. I'm a glasses wearer. You get your eyes checked at Costco. They
0: have a glasses center. They have flat screen TVs, refrigerators. <laughs> right, diamonds.
1: They have jewelry. They have fine jewelry
0: jewelry they have uh smart watches they have cell phones clothing they have literal wardrobes yeah
1: christmas trees patio
0: furniture our patio furniture my roommate and i have two reclining chairs on our roof from that are from costco
1: i love that we have a fire pit that's from costco i, I yeah you have to costco you have to it is the best it is truly truly the best was there anything that you um were like oh maybe i'll bring this but that got that got hit down the list when you realized you wanted to talk about costco
0: no, because I don't. There, I have like literally no products that I care about, and, and that's not. That's not me being like I'm outside. Like I love, I love shopping for like clothes and things, but that's not important. And I'm not a watch wearer. My phone is just like your standard iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I have a. I don't even know the brand of it. I'm using it right now. Allsop, A L L S O P. I have a. It's a laptop stand that is really great because it. Um, the legs are adjustable and they make it, like, uh, different angles.
1: Oh, nice. Oh, wow. So you can really play up your angles. Yes. I love so that.
0: So I use it when I'm uh, doing this kind of stuff. And also when I'm on my, like, I have a, a monitor on my uh, work desk. And so the dual screens of it is nice because it's up on the same level. Wow! You
1: know? Yeah. No, that is really nice. I keep forgetting, like, because I know that I'm working from home, but everyone's working from home. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like the world is... It, sometimes I do look outside and I'm like I feel like people forget we're we're like still doing this but yeah I mean you were working all day but you were working from where you're sitting right now
0: I was working all day from where I'm sitting I do every time we have a break I try to switch my location wow Um, because I get my I just get so like yeah, either see? I'm sitting on my bed and I'm like oh I want to go to sleep or I'm sitting in the living room and I'm like getting hot from the windows on you know how it goes I do
1: yeah yeah and and we're right now to new los, An- los angeles uh in the midst of like what is apparently the worst weather time like everyone warned me about september everyone was like september's really bad it's really hot and everyone you know in the midwest and in the east coast is gonna be like oh like cozy sweaters like oh like apple pick yeah. and you're gonna be sweating your balls off and i'm not excited about it
0: I am really already, like I, even today I was missing fall. I'm like, Mm. I cannot believe that I'm not going to have a Midwestern or like Northeastern fall. Mm -hmm. I just love it. I love fall so much. It's my favorite. It's it's like the worst part of moving to LA. I'm like, seriously, I'm going to have to find a way to not work for a month or two so I can just go like live with my mom or something.
1: Yeah. Are you, would you consider yourself like a basic fall bitch where you, do you love like a flannel and a soup?
0: Oh, I love a flannel. I love a soup. I love I love like a a pumpkin Mm. uh, drink or soup. Or Mm. um, I love a butternut squash soup in the fall. You know that's true. That's amazing. Um, I love a bonfire. I love a hayride. I mean, don't. Yeah, I'll do all of it.
1: We're in and we're in the land of none of that. Um, And yeah, that is really terrifying. That was the thing that made me so depressed because I was like, oh, I can't. I'm obviously I'm gonna go home. You know, to experience the beauty of, like, the three weeks in the Northeast that's, like, gorgeous and amazing and the leaves. And now I'm just going to be here in the sun.
0: I am going to do my absolute best to, like, uh, COVID willing and all that stuff. Um, Go home for, like, maybe even two full weeks for Thanksgiving because I really want to be in that weather.
1: Now tell me about, because you you flew here mid-pandemic to move from Chicago to L.A., you didn't. You drove.
0: No, I drove. You d-
1: were you on a plane for something though, because I feel like I did. See- I feel like you were on a plane.
0: I we we drove we drove our cars and a moving truck out with our moms when we moved. But then I, I love that. very randomly had a um a filming project in in London right after we got here. So oh, I you I can't flew drive. To you
1: can't drive to London.
0: No, they wouldn't let me. I tried. <laughs>
1: yeah, Lord knows you tried. That is so. What was what was that experience like? Flying.
0: It was psychotic. I mean. <laughs> I truly would have, I don't know if I would have, I don't know if I would have turned it down, but I really wouldn't, I would have turned it down if uh, I was going to have to fly economy because I was like, uh, not because I'm like above economy, that's all I ever fly. But I was like, because of the virus, I do not want to be close to people I don't know on a plane for 12 hours. Feels fair. Um, Feels fair. But luckily first class there and back was in the thing. (sighs) So I was like, there'll be distance, which is good. And I won't like have to be next to anybody, which is so nice. And it'll be a smaller cabin. So that made me feel a lot safer, and then the the production itself was so safe, and I felt, I've the, the safest I felt during COVID was being um, on set over there.
1: I was gonna say, in not in America, how crazy! That's so yeah, unexpected. I
0: wish I, <laughs> I could have stayed.
1: <laughs> you should have just like tried to ninety day fiance yourself and gotten a K one visa and been like, I, I have to, I can't, I'm not coming back. Um, was the flight full?
0: No. Oh wow! So empty, so empty. It was like, I mean. I, I wasn't really paying attention, but I on the way there, I think maybe 20 people on the whole f- flight. And then on the way back, it was like, and this is a humongous plane, and mm. then on the way back, it was like truly seven.
1: Wow. Wow, seven yeah. people. crazy. That is crazy. Uh, we are going to take another quick break, and we will be right back. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, we're back. Um, so Caleb, you love Costco. Did you grow up with a Costco or is this this was, this is new?
0: No, yeah, no Costco for us wow, I love uh, that. growing up because we were so far from everything. I mean, I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Missouri, so no Costco for us. Mm. There were, I will say, though, there were some families. I know there were some families. We also grew up pretty uh, poor, so there we weren't doing this, but there were some families that had, like, Sam's Club and mm. Costco memberships in, like, one of the cities that was, like, an hour and a half away from us, and they would do, like, uh, monthly, like, trips to those places, but
1: never us. Wow. So this is really kind of your first rodeo. Um I'm
0: a I'm a grown adult with my own Costco membership and it's been huge.
1: That is really exciting. Um that that is really really exciting. And truly nothing more LA like than bulk shopping and driving your car around with all your paper towels.
0: Yeah, yeah drive your car, drive your car places and in Chicago I didn't have a car. I just uh took transit everywhere. So um, grocery shopping was I, I went to the grocery store like four times a week because yeah. I was just like it's a good walk
1: right it's the same but, with yeah. New York too because you can only carry like I remember I would go in with tote bags Um, I remember this was like seven months ago I remember I would go in with tote bags and you fill them up and just kind of guess like how much weight you can carry home like you can't just put things in a cart because you don't know what that's going to feel like on like a 15, but I mean, there's just so much that you don't have to calculate in Los Angeles. And again, mom, if you're out there listening, like I love you so much and I'll definitely come home soon. Um, and there's nothing good about LA. Uh, I, yeah, I just, I can't get over the car thing. So this was, do you, you bought a car when you got out here? Was that like the first thing you did?
0: I drove out. I bought a car at the beginning of pandemic in Chicago because Mm. I was like, um, I know I'm going to move to LA and I may as well have it for the pandemic. So we can like get out of the city if we need or want to. Um, and then I drove that out here and then I immediately sold it to a friend because I was like, I don't like this car and I don't want to have it for much longer. <laughs>
1: what kind of car um, was it? Can I ask?
0: It was a 2011 Ford Focus. Oh, wow. Um, blue. Cute. It was cute, cute, but it was like small for me. I'm mm-hmm. a big guy. I'm tall and fat, so I really need, you know. Um, so I, yeah, I sold it to my my friend who also had just moved out here. And then I just like a week ago bought a, a new car.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. So look at was- you.
0: Ready to get something new. So now I have a, a little bit spacier car, which is nice.
1: That's really nice. Um yeah, we uh we have a Honda Fit, which I really, really like. And but we don't, you know, we we're two people and we have one car between us, which we were like, Oh, maybe we'll have to get two cars. Thank God we didn't. It's not like we're going anywhere. We definitely don't need two cars to just sit outside. But yeah. like I did have this sort of um like Lauren Conrad dream of like driving a little convertible around Los Angeles, but I might have to save that.
0: I so, I almost, like, I really? almost talked myself into getting a, a convertible because I was like, I was like, you're young. a yeah. <laughs> New car. You just moved to California. You're so Get a convertible. hot. You're so
1: funny. Get a convertible. You're but- hot. You're funny. You're young.
0: <laughs> and then I was like, the insurance is going to be more. Is it's it? not practical. Like, just don't do it.
1: Why is the insurance more on a convertible?
0: I guess maybe I. I someone can fact check me. Someone in the replies uh, can tell you that I'm wrong. But I... I think that the insurance on uh, converter, because they're considered sports cars, which are considered high risk.
1: Oh, okay. Fair, fair, fair. I was like, I've always, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead.
0: I've always been, I've always been, I've always been told that they're more expensive for insurance, and I've just believed it. I've never like researched it, I guess. So
1: I feel like that's kind of the same lie that my parents used when I was like, I want a Jeep Wrangler. And they would say something like, it has a high tip over rate, which like I don't think yeah. is like a real thing, but they were like, no, you can't. Uh, the tip over rate and I was like yeah okay that makes sense and then like I feel like in my mid late 20s like a bunch of people who like also were in high school in 2002 like got together and they were like wait did your parents say that there was a high tip over rate (laughs) like no one no like it's not a real thing it's like another it's like a parenting handbook like trick but yeah I feel like maybe I will I'm definitely going to research this on convertibles because I think your your logic makes sense like a sports car it would be considered more high risk
0: you know what? I think also the big thing is that I dream of um, a world where we get back to normal life and I get to pile my friends into a car and go on a vacation together.
1: Yeah.
0: And so I'm just like, a convertible wouldn't be good for that. Mm. and um, Not good for also, Costco trips
1: either because you couldn't fit that much in the, in the back.
0: Can't fit that much in the back. I mean, my roommate has a Toyota 4Runner, which are huge. Um, so if I really wanted to, I could just always take Dr. to Costco, but, mm. which was another thing is my, my roommate Shelby, um, who's also a very funny comedian was, she was like, get a convertible. If we ever need to like go on a trip or go to the store, we can take my car. And I was like, bitch, you're not being helpful.
1: <laughs> I love all of these enablers in your life. Like I need more in mine. Uh, this is an invitation oh, yeah. for all of my friends to start enabling me to do worse things. I, I would,
0: only keep, I, that's I only great. keep people around who will tell me what I want. That's the... <laughs> that's the that's the major key yeah that's
1: that that's in the contract um so what car did you end up with
0: i got a uh kia soul (gasps) cute it's a little it's a little roomier and the other thing too is i was like maybe i'll get um like a a this year version of the first car i had which was a chevy equinox it's kind of a like bigger suv yeah um but then I was like, no, the gas mileage is crazy bad. Yeah. So I I really settled on something that's like midsize, really good gas mileage, cute little, cute little car.
1: Yeah, and plus you were driving the Equinox when you were bi, and you know you're not bi anymore. It's yeah. Like an, it's well, like an... I was
0: driving the Equinox when I was straight. Ugh, Let's not well the, get that mixed up. There
1: you go. You definitely. I was can.
0: dating, I was dating girls in the Equinox. <laughs> so. Had to go. Had to get out of uh, here. The
1: haunted Equinox. That's <laughs> yeah, bad vibes. Bad that, vibes in the Equinox. It's really funny. Um, well, tell me, so you have the gold membership at Costco. Do you remember what you paid? And do you and your roommates split the membership?
0: Um, we don't split the membership. I I think I paid like $120 or 50, $150 um, one time. And I think that's for six months or something. Wow. Um, I forget how much it was, but regardless, it's such a good deal. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's I worth it. I love having a Costco membership and I think, I don't know, if, and I will fact check myself and I'll just cut this out of the podcast if it's a lie. But I think there's a thing that's like, if you don't make back, if you don't save the amount, you're nodding. So you know this too. It's like, if you don't save the amount of money that it costs you to get the membership, they like refund you.
0: Yeah. They're, they're like, if you don't, yeah, if you don't get back the amount of money that he, he explained it to me, but I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> um, you're just, like nodding. Membership.
1: You're
0: like, like, yeah, okay. <laughs> he's like, come back in six months. We'll check your receipts. If you didn't, blah blah blah. Like, uh, we'll refund you the full amount. I was like, cool. I trust that that's a good deal. I don't need to
1: listen. Yeah, and I think that Costco has like a really wonderful return policy. Based on every time I go to Costco, there's always like a really long line of people standing there with like TVs that have obviously been used like like right like, people aren't coming in with like new inbox stuff they're like yeah I've you know been watching this tv for like 10 years and I'm returning it now and they're like okay
0: <laughs> I don't like it anymore yeah
1: so. <laughs> no no thank you um Caleb this was so much fun to have you on the show I'm really really glad that you gave me an hour of your time
0: Duh. thank you for having me this was a blast
1: if you guys don't follow Caleb on Twitter you really really should um so much of his stuff is funny because it's true and it you know super hashtag relatable content
0: if you don't follow Caleb on Twitter, you're going to prison, babe. I'm sorry to say they're not gone yet, and you can still go to one.
1: We are again not defunding the cops until all of you are in jail for not following <laughs> Caleb on Twitter. And I will say that as much as I love the like talking to a friend who is wrong but doesn't think they are wrong, when you mentioned it, your entire like multi-part sa- saga of like dating the coworker when the story never really climaxes, which is like the best part of the bit, is so. I'm, and I'm and I'm glad to hear that. That was hard work paid off because that was like masterful comedic art. (laughs)
0: <laughs> thank you. Well, maybe I'll finish it someday. Who knows?
1: Who, But who but maybe it is. Maybe the unfinished is the finished, you know, just like thank you. Deep, exactly. Yes. Deep, thank you. Deep thoughts that I have uh, everyone you have just listened to. Do you just bought it the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you need to buy next. You can follow it on Instagram. Do you just bought it pod and new episodes are every Friday. Caleb, thanks for coming. I will link to all of these wonderfully funny videos in the show notes. And if you love Costco or if you don't love Costco, I would love to hear from you. So go on the Facebook group uh, just search G thanks and you will you know, it will pop up just automatically like Facebook over.